Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today is our second entry into the Mission Impossible series, uh, Mission Impossible 2. Uh, this one was directed by John Woo, and th- it still stars Tom Cruise. And I think, to be honest, the only character that returns from the first film is Ving Rhames, and that's it, which is cool. Uh, he was a great character, but um, new characters include uh, uh, Thandwing Newton, uh, Doug Ray Scott, and and uh, what is his name? Uh, Brendan Gleeson. Now, in this film, uh, a genetically modified disease is uh, being held by a rogue secret agent who works for the same agency that Ethan Hunt works for. And it's up to Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise, and the bad guy's ex-girlfriend to stop to stop him from using this uh, modified disease that is uh, is going to use to wipe out the world. Now, John Woo is the director, the producer. Uh, is now he had been known for a lot of the Asian action films. You know, if you've ever seen movies like Bullet in the Head or movies like that that came out like in the late 80s, early 90s, around that time, uh, you kind of know who he is. He's made some, I think he's only made three American films, and I think um, I think Mission Impossible 2 was the last one because, you know, he had done movies like A Better Tomorrow, The Killer, and Bullet in the Head, and those were a lot of kind of what made him a... Uh, made him a household name in the Asian community and things like that. When he came to the U.S., movies like Hard, uh, Hard Target with Van Damme, Broken Arrow with John Travolta and, and Christian Slater, Face Off, and I think the only other movie he did was probably Paycheck. I want to say he did Paycheck. That was with Ben Affleck. And, okay, here's another film he did, Wind Talkers with Nicolas Cage. So he's got a very distinct style of... of Directing like he's more of an action movie guy than he is a spy thriller. So, right off the bat, when I watching the second Mission Impossible from the opening scene of the iconic uh, mountain climbing or the rock climbing scene, whatever it's called, um, you kind of get a great shot of Tom Cruise. But for some reason, now this movie I want to I want to emphasize this movie's not bad. But if I had to pick my least favorite. Mission Impossible film, it'll probably be Mission Impossible 2. Because it doesn't feel like a spy movie. It feels like an action movie. Um, a lot of the stuff that I complained about in part one, about how they kind of made an American version of James Bond in Ethan Hunt, was kind of what I was going for, because he's a spy. it's a spy thriller, that first film. This film is action heavy and they kind of do, you can either call it a tribute to James Bond or a ripoff of James Bond because, you know, Tom Cruise is now this playboy secret agent sleeping with all the women, you know, being very charismatic and everything like that. It's a great performance from Tom Cruise, but it's not the same character that we got in the first film, if that makes any sense. And that was kind of where the movie kind of lost me a little bit. I was like, damn, he went from being one of the team members of in the first film. And then at the end of them saying, hey, 
we're going to, would you mind creating your own team? And, you know, that's when he picks Bing Rings and everything like that. And then now in the second film, he's almost like a billionaire playboy, almost like a Bruce Wayne or a Tony Stark, you know, just happy to be here and sleeping with all the women and everything like that and and things like that. And I was like, okay, this is just a little bit too much like James Bond now and not so much Ethan Hunt. And, you know, Tom Cruise with his long hair, you know, it's a vi- now because John, because this is more of an action heavy film, the action in this movie is top notch. It's a great action film. The great, there's a great car chase. There's a phenomenal motorcycle scene where he puts on the sunglasses and gets on the motorcycle. And I was like, damn, he's trying to be like Keanu Reeves in the matrix, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, everything about this film is good. It, like I said, it, they choked, they went style, they went style over substance in the second one, rather than going the super secret spy route, like they did in the first one, they go more of the high octane, you know, blow shit up type movie. You know, it's it, like I said, it's an action film. There wasn't really those character moments that you get that we kind of saw from Ethan Hunt in the first film. Uh, but like I said, they replaced it with a lot of the action sequences. This movie is filled with more action sequences than there was in the first one. The first one, it's a spy thriller and then the big action sequence at the end. This one is like there's an action sequence for every act of the movie. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing because, like I said, the action is phenomenal. It's a great it's a great piece of work and everything like that. But it kind of disarrays from the first film. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, like I said, I want to make it clear that I'm not saying that Mission Impossible 2 is a bad film. It's just it's a vastly different film than what we got in the first one. It's a total change, and I think that has a lot to do with the change in directors. Now, I didn't know that the first five Mission Impossible films were all directed by different people. I didn't know that, and I think, I don't know if that was a Paramount call or if that was a Tom Cruise thing, but the more they kept making these movies, the more the directors change, and I think that's why every film feels different. You know, I can't say the same thing about Dead Reckoning because it hasn't came out yet, but um mission impossible 2 feels nothing like mission impossible 1 mission impossible 3 feels nothing like 2 or 1 and then 4 5 6 and so forth and we'll get more into those films uh in uh, as we move on but uh Doug Ray Scott as the villain it was okay i mean he wasn't that really standoutish i mean I, to be honest to be honest, like the first two films, the the main the main thing, one of the biggest things that I had a problem with with the first two films is the villain. There's not a good villain. There's not a good antagonist in the, either of these films, and I think that's where the film kind of suffers throughout. You know, as as they progress. Now they get better when we get to three and four, and everything like that. But overall. You know, that was, I think, as one of the sorely things, one of the things that was sorely lacking from this franchise was a good antagonist. And, you know, Mission Impossible 2, as as great of an action movie as it is, it's got a, you know, it's got a, like a C minus as far as movie villains go. It's not a memorable character. It's nothing, it's not like Caster Troy from Face Off. It's not Hans Gruber from, uh, from Die Hard. It's not, um, you know, who else? It's not John Travolta from Broken Arrow you know, or anything like that, but, you know, these are just forgettable movie villains, you know, 
They're not even close to somebody like fucking uh, Dennis Hopper in Speed or something like that. But it is what it is. This movie's good. The movie's good. It's got some things that could be better. You know, there are things you could fix, you know, quick fix and you you get right up there. But uh, as far as movies go, uh, I think as great as a movie as this is, I don't think it holds up today. Uh, you know, you can watch it and still be entertained by it. But at the, but if you're watching all of the movies in order or trying to catch up, you know, getting ready for Dead Reckoning and everything like that, this is probably going to be the sore spot. Because Mission Impossible 2, as great as a film that it is, it's not better than 1. And then it pales in comparison when we make the jump to 3. So... You know, you can take, like I said, you can take that with a grain of salt, but it is, it's still a great movie. I look at it the same way I look at John Wick 2. John Wick 2 is a phenomenal movie and it's got great action sequences, but it's my least favorite of the four films and everything like that. So, like I said, they're not bad movies, you know, but, you know, it, they, they're not better than the predecessor and then they get outdone in the next iteration. So,. Mission Impossible 2, it's on Paramount+. Plus. I think all six of these films are on Paramount+. Plus. If you have to watch it, go ahead. Uh, I mean, if you're going to watch the entire series, might as well watch it while you're at it. Uh, I know a lot of people saying that this is their least favorite one out of all six of the films and everything like that, and I have to agree. But it's not a bad movie by any means. Like I said, I want to emphasize that it's not a bad movie. But out of the six films that have come out, it's probably the least enjoyable one because it feels vastly different from the first film and then it feels like a dip in quality compared to what we got with three and four so uh you know it is what it is and i think once we get to once i get to mission impossible seven i'll probably rank this from least to worst but if i start from best to worst and if i have to go from my least favorite to my favorite my least favorite of the mission impossible series is probably going to be two so that's unfortunate. But like I said, like I keep saying, it's not a bad movie. Still enjoy it. Uh, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Uh, let me know what you guys thought about Mission Impossible 2. Uh, did you think it was better than one? Where do you rank it as far as the Mission Impossible series? Are you a fan of it? Whatever the case may be, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. We are two down and we are five more to go. And the week is shaping up to be something special. Uh, I have not seen the new episode of Secret Invasion. I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to see that. Um, if anything, you probably have to wait till next week when episode five drops. So we'll get an episode four and five, uh, next Wednesday when I'm able to actually watch them both. Uh, cause right now I'm just kind of going through the motions with the mission impossible franchise as we close out this series. Um, but be on the, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.